everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Thriving Mosaic. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And today's episode is really just going to be letting you guys know where I've been and what I've been up to for the last five or six weeks. So when I put out the episode on December 2nd, which was a reshare of um, a very personal story for me in in the healing from um, from trauma and and resharing that and really sharing that in, in the ready to get the ball rolling on my next steps on on my next stage and and what I want to do for for my business and for work in the next stage of my life because I'm in transition. I've, I've, I've said this many times. I'm in transition where, you know, my youngest child is 17. She will be, you know, turning 18 in April and graduating in May and heading off to college in August. So what am I doing with my, with my next stage now that, that they're, you know, my house will be empty of children and my raising children time is, is over I, I'm done raising her now. I'm just kind of guiding her, and and so what is what is my next step? You know, and that is so. When I shared that that podcast, and I or when I reshared that podcast, and it was with the intention that that I would be sitting down and I would be recording and I would be sharing things that would be moving me in that direction weekly. I was I was going to be sharing weekly like that was my desire and that was my dream. So the day that that podcast came out, maybe the day after, I'm not sure, but somewhere right in there, the the second or the third of December, my son Matthew, who is 21 years old, um, came home from college, and um, with with Matthew, he. Uh, a lot of you will probably know this already. A lot of older listeners, well, well longer listeners, sorry, um, will will know this already. In that that Matthew waited like three years to decide to go to college because he missed learning and he had an idea of something that he wanted to do. And then he got down there and he he had um, a change in that he thought he wanted to pursue something different. And then after a semester of of this new idea and then starting his second semester he called and he's like mom I really want to go I, I really just want to work and WKU is not offering me anything that I want to do for the rest of my life so I'm going to finish this semester and then I'm not going to be returning to college I'm like okay that's fine that that is absolutely fine. I don't expect him at 21 to know what he wants to do for the rest of his life. I do expect him at 21 to care for himself. So we said that's fine. You can you can move home, you know, get a job, start saving your money again and because he had saved a lot of money while he was working, but then he used a good portion of that while he was gone. And so you can move home, you could, but but you can't stay here forever. This is, you know, this is a, a stopping while you save your money and and find a job and an apartment, and you know, it, it's time for you 
to think about being out on your own. And so Matthew came home on December 2nd. He started work on like, I don't know, the 8th. Like he wasn't, he contacted his old boss before he got home and let them know that he was coming back and asked if they had a place for him. And so he is, he's working at a, at a local restaurant just um, for a little while so that he could come home and have a job while he continues to look for a job that will pay him enough to live on his own and to, you know, meet bills and care for himself and all that stuff. So, so that was the plan. And I've known that was the plan since, since August. So that, so that I knew that that was coming. We've had talks with him because over the year that he was gone, like we moved him, we moved him to, to Western, um, to Bowling Green, last January. And so from January, minus a few, you know, months in the summer, and then and then in December, when he comes home, Cliff, myself and McKenna had created a routine, we had created habits that that we wanted to stay in place. And so I had to talk with Matthew, like, here, here's the deal, you have to adjust to our habits and mainly with Matthew, I meant the dishes. Um, you have to adjust to our habits or you're going to have to call your grandparents and see if you can stay there because it's not going to work. It, it's If you cannot work with us, it's just not going to work. And I'm pretty sure my dog just ran away with a piece of wrapping paper and is eating it. So, so that was the plan. We knew that that was happening and, and you know, talk to Matthew, we're, we're adjusting. So Matthew comes home and McKenna right away was, I don't want to share the bathroom. And I don't like, I'm the youngest. I'm supposed to have this time at home to just be, you know, the only one at home. And, and he's leaving his dishes by the sink. And I'm like, I'm talking to him about it. And, you know, we're working it. it. There's going to be a set of of time that it's going to take us to get to get used to all being in the same place again. And then, so that that same weekend that Matthew moved back, um, could we not? Okay, so sorry. That wrapping paper has been there for months like McKenna wrapped her her Christmas gifts for her friends set the wrapping paper in the corner of my closet or in my office in the corner in my office and it has been there since Christmas just right before Christmas what was what that like three weeks and that dog has not touched it once and I sit down to record a podcast and he starts eating wrapping paper they're just like toddlers anyway um so, so we're working on that. And the same weekend that Matthew moved home, Megan and her boyfriend, Jacob, wanted to come up for a visit. And she was getting ready to get really busy at work. And um, she just needed a time a away from Bowling Green so that, so that she could prepare for this busy time. And they came up here on December 3rd, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was December 3rd. Um, they were here. Jacob had an interview with with a company in Cincinnati. So here where we are. And they asked him uh, during the interview, can you start on the 7th? 
and that was the following well they can you start on the 8th which was the following wednesday and he's like i don't i don't live there yet like we're in the process of moving so we're looking for jobs but but i don't actually live up there yet so let me you know see what i can do and and find a place to stay and so we offered for jacob to stay with us that so while he was you know looking for a place to live and and starting this this new job up here so after the weekend where they visited he and megan and their dog maggie went back to bowling green he came back the next tuesday started his job on wednesday Friday night, he went back to Bowling Green to spend the weekend with Megan and and their pup. And every night, Megan would call crying because the dog was having a hard time being crated because Megan was working 12 hours a day. And so where Maggie was used to being crated for maybe, you know, at max six or seven, now she's crated for longer periods of time, her dad's not home, her schedule has changed, her routine has changed, and she was acting out and she she was um, you know, using the bathroom in the crate and Megan was just having a hard time dealing with this. Well, I felt bad for the dog. So when Jacob was coming back to prepare for his next week at work, I just, just bring the dog, okay? We'll, we'll work it out, we'll figure it out. She'll be with Jacob during you know, the evening and stuff and, and he can care for her when he's not at work and I will look after her when he is at work, that I can do that. And so Maggie came. Well, my, my dog, Leo, was not a big fan of Maggie in the beginning. Now I, I think he's just accepted that, that she's here and he has to deal. So Maggie, what are you doing? I think she's just licking dust. And so that first week with Maggie here was really rough because um, Maggie will eat anytime that there is food present. And so we had to keep Leo's food put away so that she didn't eat it. So there was making sure that my dog was eating. There was making sure that my dog was getting enough water because she will empty his bowl and not give him the opportunity to get to get any water. And and so that that first week was just an adjustment with number one having two dogs in the house, um, and and wanting to make sure that my dog was comfortable in his own in his own environment, but also to help Maggie adjust because she was in a new environment also and but we made it work we, we made it work we got it done but there wasn't much time for anything else and so then you know when they first went back to bowling green megan put in her two weeks notice she finished up on at at her her job on the 16th and then that friday night she came up here so now we have matthews back from college Jacob is here while he is is starting his new job and they're looking for a place. Um, Maggie is is here because, you know, she can't be crated for 12 hours a day. And now Megan is done in Bowling Green and so now she is here. And, and our house just became overwhelmed with people <laughs> and, and creatures when it was, it was 
we were so accustomed to just being me and Cliff and McKenna and our, our, you know, 13 pound dog who doesn't take up much space and doesn't really do much, but, but nap and bark at the Amazon guy. And, um, and so it just became so busy and there were always people everywhere. Um, and our dishes policy, which we had really pushed home with Matthew and said, you got to, you got to do these or you got to get out, went out the window <laughs> because there were more people and Cliff washes his own dishes and I wash my own dishes and some of Jane's if they're there and she does the same she washes her dishes and some of mine if they're there like right now I have a teacup sitting next to the sink if she does dishes before I do she'll wash my teacup so on the reverse if you know she sets a teacup down and I do the dishes before she does I, I will wash her dishes and but then everybody had dishes by the sink and you couldn't tell whose were whose and I'm like I'm going to the Dollar Tree and I'm going to get a wash tub and I'm going to mark it Megan and Jacob and Matthew and you know mom and Jane and and so everybody can have their own wash tub to put their dishes I did not do that but that's where my mind was because it was just so overwhelming and I didn't want to go back to doing everyone's dishes that is what I did I did everyone's dishes more than once Aside from from Cliff and McKenna, we you know we're st I'm talking you know everyone extra here. I was I was doing their dishes because number one they were leaving them longer than I wanted to look at them, or I was making a meal and I needed the sink clean so that I can so that I could do that, and it was just such a disruption. There were there were just people everywhere all the time, and you know my my office is in a sunroom that is off of the kitchen. So I hear every noise. I can, if somebody is sitting on the couch watching TV, I'm, I'm hearing it while I'm working. If, if someone is sitting on the couch and scrolling TikTok, I hear it while I'm working. And there were just always people in what I'm used to being, my space. And so it, has, it was such a weird adjustment. And then we went into the week of Christmas where we had, so we were hosting people on Christmas Eve and then ourselves on Christmas Day. And then the day after Christmas, we were hosting people again. And so that week of Christmas, my I had things that I'm like, okay, I have to get these things done on Monday and these things done on Tuesday. And I had this list and um, of everything that needed to be done on each day so that those, so that those three days of the actual what was the actual holiday for us um, went well. And I was so busy. I was on my feet all day, every day that week of Christmas to try to make it special and, and magical. And, you know, we were all here and I, and I wanted it to be, I, I wanted it to be special is not the word that, that I just, but it's the only word that I can come up with right now. You know, I, I just wanted to have a, a fun, um, enjoyable, entertaining time. And so I had, I had asked people, you know, you know, when we have my in-laws over for, for Christmas Eve, what do we want to eat? And so there was a meal that was, that was chosen and, and, 
you know, I made that meal. It was a big, it was a big undertaking to get all of that, to get all of that done. But it was a delicious meal. We had an excellent time and, you know, got to visit with, with Cliff's brother who was in from Florida, who I don't think I've seen in like seven years. And it, it was just, it was a really good time. And I enjoyed I did enjoy, I'm not complaining about it. I did enjoy the time and the energy that I put into putting that together. I do love doing that. So that was for Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, (laughs) my kids. So um, obviously they they opened um, a card from my mother-in-law that had cash in it and... um, and then my tradition with my kids since they were little has always been that they open their pajamas on Christmas Eve. And so they opened um, they opened their pajamas and we all change and we're getting we're gonna take our picture. And then they're like, do we just want to open all of our gifts? Like do, do, do we just want to do it all? And so so we did. And um, we opened all of our gifts on Christmas Eve. It was, it was, it was just enjoyable. We were, we were in the moment. Nobody was tired and, or if they were, they were in the moment and, you know, it wasn't showing and, and we were just having a really good time. So then Christmas morning we, we wake up and um, I made a, um, I made a brunch for everybody and then we're all full. We, we, we've, we've opened gifts already. And so I'm like, y'all, I have nothing left in me. I am on absolute empty. And so I went and took a nap for several hours. I was, I was asleep and I needed it so bad. I, I just, I needed that rest so bad. And and so we made it through, we made it through Christmas. I had a good time on the day after when, you know, I had, um, I hosted my siblings from um, my mom's side of, of the family. And I, I don't know if I've really gotten into siblings ever, but um, my parents are divorced. And so I have a set of siblings on my dad's side and I have a set of siblings on my mom's side. Only one of those siblings is on both sides (laughs) so um so my my mom and and my siblings and my nieces and nephews were here we do an ornament exchange it is a lot of fun um I buy the most ridiculous ornaments that I can find and um and I get a lot of enjoyment when when people (laughs) think that they're ridiculous I really like it so um so we had such a good time. And then I have to tell you that that whole week after Christmas, I really don't remember. I have no idea. Like I know that there were, there were things that needed to get done and, you know, entering slowly back into the, to the world of, of not the holiday. Um, but, but I don't remember that, that week much at all. And we've just been continuing on with the house is full of people. And, you know, um, Jacob 
went back to work and his schedule had changed because now he's not in training. He's actually, you know, doing the job. And, and so his schedule is different and Matthew is back at work and, and they both work nights and it's just been a constant, you know, people coming and going and, and utter chaos just all the time, just all the time. This week, uh, Megan and Jacob are on vacation. They've been planning this vacation for probably six months. And I am keeping their dog while, they, while they're gone. So the one, one of the dogs isn't, ha- I think it, that's my dog that's barking at her right now, um, if you can hear that. But so I, I have Maggie this week. And it, it's been, it's been going well. I can tell you that, that, that Maggie is such a different dog when she's with just me and Cliff, um, than she is when Megan and Jacob are around. And I think that's just because we're different. We're more laid back, um, where they rough house with her and, um, and, and so, so there, there are just, there are just differences there are other differences as well, but that's the one, that's the big one that I'm going to use. So, so she's a completely different dog for us. So it has not been, it has not been bad. The hard part for me is that um, we don't really want Maggie sleeping in our bedroom or in our bed because she sheds. Um, Leo, our, our dog is hypoallergenic. So every now and again, you'll find, you know, his hair around, but usually because he scratched it out, not because it's just falling off of him in constant waves of dog hair. But, um, so we don't really want Maggie sleeping in our room or in our bed because we don't want her hair all over the place. And so I have been sleeping in Megan's old room with Maggie and, and I don't sleep well not in my own bed and we keep our bedroom at a very cold temperature because my body is of a certain age where it needs to be of a certain cold temperature and so so it's not my bed and it's not the right temperature and it's the wrong dog that I'm snuggling with and so I'm just I'm just not sleeping well but I'm managing and they will be home tomorrow night and and then their apartment will be ready on the 17th. So they come home on the 14th and their apartment will be ready on the 17th. One of those, I think the 16th, I'm going to Bowling Green to help Megan clean the apartment as the movers pull their stuff out of it so that, so that you know, wrap up their chapter in Bowling Green and move them up here to Northern Kentucky and... I can't tell you how many times I have said Tuesday, just, I just, we just got to make it to Tuesday. Like after Tuesday, everything can go back to, um, to calm because that's where I thrive. (laughs) That's, it is so funny for, to me. And, and I, I have told my husband this many times is that for, for a majority of our life together, I have been the spontaneous person and he has been the one who who plans things and needs to know what's happening when and over the last few years 
that has really changed for us where he wants to be more spontaneous. Hey, you want to go to the movies or, Hey, you want to go do this? And, and I am more like, I need to plan for these things and I need to know what's happening when, and, and, you know, what are we doing with my dog? And, you know, I, I just, I, I now need to have, they're, they're, roughhousing the dogs are roughhousing again um so and i need to have this this calmness this calm space where i can just i could just function and and be myself and i'm not having that right now there is so much extra going on around me and i was talking to um to my stepmom about this a few days ago and it's it's so my parents uh, my dad and my stepmom are who I call my parents um my parents have had very little time without an adult child living in their house like I don't even know I I am the only of their six children who never moved back as an adult whether it was just a stopping point from, you know, hey, I just moved from from this state and I'm coming home and I need to stop here until something's ready, which is what my daughter is doing. She is not moving in with me. She is staying with me for a short time until their apartment is ready. Like, like I understand that. I agreed to this. This is this is what this is what I knew was going to happen. But so I I, I tell my mom the other night, I'm like, adult children are not meant to live with their parents. They're they're just not. It's just, it's not natural. Like I, my, my whole um, philosophy on, on parenting was that I'm not raising children. I'm raising adults. The point is for them to get to a place where they are, are, morally responsible for themselves they are financially responsible for themselves they are independent and can live on their own like that has been the goal the entire time and and i did that i did that i raised a strong independent young woman who can stand on her own now does she have some codependency issues where she calls me while she's on vacation and she's like hey mom i really like these two t-shirts should i get the purple one or the white one yes she does i'm like i like the white one better she bought the white one but she knows how to pay her bills and she knows how to feed herself and to prepare a meal for her and and jacob and and um she whines about it but she knows how to care for this dog when you know it it's when it's necessary and and so she can stand on her own so in that sense having that come back and live in her parents home this is my space this is no longer her space this was meant to be her safe space for a short time that 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 was that was the point and so to have her come back and want to live like she's still 17 but she's not she's 23 that that's that that's a curve for both of us 
You know, I, I look at her and I say, you're 23. You don't need to ask me what's for dinner. Figure out what's for dinner on your own. You know, you're 23. I don't need to wash your dishes. You can wash them on your own. You know, I, I just, there are, there are things that I taught her how to do on her own that I look at her and I say, you can do them. You do do them. Why aren't you doing them? And for her, her mentality is she walks through that door and her mind immediately takes her back to high school. She wants to sleep all the time. She wants to lay around doing nothing. She wants to, you know, and and this this is temporary because Megan has not yet found a job while they're up here. Part of that is because she knew that they were going on vacation right now. She's still applying. She's interviewing. She just hasn't been offered a job yet. And, um, and so, but her mind immediately goes back to, well, I'm here. So mom will do my dishes and, and I'm here. So mom will hang out with me and I'm here. So I just am tired and I'll just take a nap. And, and she, she even said being here makes, makes me tired. It's like, I come in and I immediately am like back to being a child (laughs) and I'm I'm looking at her going, okay, that's great, but you're not. And you know, it's not okay for you to become here and behave like a child because you're not. And, and so it has been, it has been, um, a very chaotic month and a half that has just flipped my world upside down. It has not been bad, but it has not all been bad. (laughs) And, and, I, I'm not complaining in any way because we agreed that we can do anything for a short time. Um, we being Cliff and I, um, we agreed we could do anything for a short time. And this is a short time. And I am so ready for Tuesday. For Tuesday. Tuesday night, I have every intention that Megan and Jacob and Maggie as much as I love all three of them, will be sleeping in their new apartment. And Wednesday, when I wake up, I will only walk one dog and I will get myself dressed and ready and I will have time to brush my teeth without worrying about whose jugular is coming out. And I mean between the dogs because there are times when Maggie wants to play and Leo is like, I do not want to play. And it looks like he's going to take her down. But... um. But on, so on, on Wednesday, I'm fully prepared to wake up and go about my routine. And, and well, at this point, I just need to remind myself of what my tr- routine was because I don't even know that I remember what it was like when it was just, you know, myself and my dog that I was, that I was responsible for and that I, I was, I was taking care of. So that is where I have been in the last six weeks, I have just been living upside down. That That's really what I feel like. I feel like I'm walking through the entire world just upside down. This is not the way it was intended to be. And so we are, um, we're working towards, towards, you know, Tuesday. <laughs> that That's in my mind, it's Tuesday. I should really double check with them so I'm not living out of unspoken expectations, but their moving truck brings their belongings from Bowling Green to Northern Kentucky on Tuesday. So I say you have a bed to sleep in. That's where you sleep. Anyway, 
we're working towards that. Matthew is working towards a time where he will, he will, he will be on his own again. He, he has said to me many times, you know, mom, it's, this is not permanent. This is not, I've been on my own. I want to be on my own. I don't want to keep living with you and dad. (laughs) Well, good, because we don't want you to keep living here either. Um, We did tell him that, that he has till August, that um, when we take McKenna to college, empty nest means empty nest. Empty nest does not mean that our 22-year-old son is still hanging around um, because by the time we take her to college in August, he will almost be 22. Technically, he'll be 21, but, um, but you know, and he, he has, someone has told him <laughs> that it is unfair that we are kicking him out when he doesn't have a set career path. And I'll I'll say it again, I don't expect him to know at 21 years old what he wants to do for the rest of his life. That being said, at 21 years old, I do expect him to have a job that can pay for his bills and he can live on his own. Now, we are not rushing him out the door. We have given him until August. He has time to plan and prepare and be ready. He has, he has, we're not kicking him out in any way. We gave him a deadline. And so, so I don't think it is unfair that he has to be out by a certain time. He knows he actually wants to be out before that deadline. That is his goal. That's what he's working towards. And, and so we will, we'll see when that happens for him. I'm not, I'm not rushing it. McKenna is probably rushing it. She really wants to have some time where it's just the three of us again. Um, I think she really, I think that even at 17, she desires that time just to be here with mom and dad. And it has more to do, it has more to do with being here with mom and dad than it has to be with um, quiet and calmness and, and the things that that are um, her her irritants or her the things that agitate her, and like sharing the bathroom, <laughs> and and people are moving her shampoo and conditioner, and so like there are there are things that are driving her crazy, that that are are things that she mentions and that she brings up. But I think that at the end of the day, she really just wants to have that time where it, it's just her and mom and dad. And and I get that. I I totally understand that. And so um, while Matthew was not being rushed out, I, I think she would be rushing him out so that she can so that she can have that time. And then I am spending as much time as my daughter's schedule will allow with her before August. She is taking um, 18 credit hours this semester. So she's going to be very busy with her schoolwork. Her, she works on um, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, but her job just asked her if she could work on Tuesdays after she gets out of class. So she's going to pick up, you know, a, a shift on Tuesdays. And she will be very busy between work and schoolwork what work and school and schoolwork and getting it all done. But um, I am taking up every opportunity to spend with her while I still have it because I am in my lasts. I, I am in my last while I am in 
the beginnings of building a business and and setting up my next stages or my next stage of life, I am very much in a in a season of lasts with having um, McKenna here and just knowing that it's just seven more months is really something that that I'm processing and that I'm taking to heart. Um, I have. I am continuing to do my best to prepare her to be on her own. She says she wants to be on her own very much. And, and I know that she does. I know that she desires that. Um, but I feel like with McKenna, there's an extra layer of preparation that has to go into preparing her to be on her own due to her anxiety. And so, um, you know, I've recently have her seeing um, a therapist, somebody who that, who, can talk through with her and ask her questions that are not coming from mom and dad. And um, I, I really needed that for her. I needed, I needed somebody else asking her those questions and making her think outside of her very strict, very, very tight box that, that she has set and create created for herself. And so, so, living in this time where I, I'm, you know, preparing her, her to leave and to be on her own, but also preparing myself for when, for when she's gone. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, I think I'm going to be emotional. I know I will be emotional, but I am not, I am not dreading it. This is the beginning of her book of, of her story without me. And, and I am looking, I'm looking forward to watching her navigate it. I'm looking forward to her watching or to watching her, you know, pursue what she wants to do. And, you know, she at 17 does say she knows what, what she wants to do. And, and so getting her in there and learning about those things and finding out that if that's actually what she wants to do. So I am excited and, and, um, and looking forward to, to her, her beginning, her next chapter. And while doing that, preparing for mine. And so I have, I have, um, I have some really good goals and I am ready to, to begin, working through those and working on those and and setting more and and just being so excited about this next stage this next stage of life and and what it will look like i have made a commitment to be more consistent with this podcast and and getting it out and what it will be and what it will look like moving forward and um maggie is whining because she's not getting her way reminds me of her mother. So, um, we are, so I, I'm not going to tell you, oh, hey, this podcast is going to be weekly. That was my intention on December 2nd. What I can tell you now is this podcast will be more consistent. <laughs> and, um, but, but having a time on it, I don't, I don't have a time on it and, or not a time, but I, I don't have a set, I don't have a set it's going to be weekly or it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be more consistent and I'm still determining what that will be. And I won't know what that will be until after Tuesday, because Tuesday is the only day that I can see currently. Um, it will, it will happen and, and it will come. 
So I have to tell you the things that I have learned over the last six weeks. Um, I really am capable of doing more than I think I'm capable of doing. And two, adult children are not meant to live with their parents. Neither are adult significant others. Um, it has been, it has been an intense, um, an intense time of chaos in in our house. Um, emotions are high, um, attitudes are high, defensiveness is high, <laughs> and I'm ready for a hotel room where nobody can bother me. Um, I I might have to actually work on that to just have like just to have like two days. Two, two days to myself to do absolutely nothing but what I want to do. And I'll have to talk to Cliff about that. I, mean, I might I might have to work on that. So guys, thank you so much for, for sticking around, even though this podcast can be, you know, a year apart or, or six weeks apart or eight weeks apart, you know, thank you for, for hanging in there and, and wanting to know what is going on in this insane life that, that I am a part of and and I am so grateful for for you who have been listening for a long time I'm grateful for you who have listening for a short time or if you have just found me you have no idea how much I absolutely love the idea that I can share what is happening in my life and somebody else can say oh, I relate to that, or thank God I'm not alone, or, you know, whatever it is that this can give you that you can get out of it, 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 it astounds me that there is a way for me to share the things that I'm going through, and that they can touch other people. Absolutely love that that can happen. Um, I'm just going to say until next time, I encourage you to live your life on purpose, whether it is on purpose in chaos or on purpose in peace and calmness, live your life on purpose.